0: Hello racing fans, Nahu Mikey P, Mike Probozzi back first over without Edison Hatter uh, because I'm filling in again as the host for the Mohawk podcast and this podcast is for Saturday, December 17th. Uh, We're almost at Christmas but we have lots of harness racing still going and this is for Saturday's card. Starts at 7 p.m. You can get programs on woodbine.com backslash harness. And we have a new guest this week, uh, a fairly polarizing figure on Twitter, but a definite uh, horse player, a guy that interacts with all of us week in, week out. I think he has an excellent opinion, and I'm happy to welcome Mr. B to First Over.
1: I appreciate you having me on, Mike. I'm excited to uh, talk about the card.
0: So give us a little background. I, I know uh, I've, I've talked to you probably for a couple of years now, I think on Twitter and, and, uh, you know, just, we talk a lot of Mohawk and I, I sort of pay attention once in a while, you'll tweet out, Oh, I saw this qualifier and I really liked this horse. And, and usually a lot of those, those horses tend to race very well. So, so talk about your background, talk about your, your horse playing.
1: Yeah. So, um, I grew up, uh, in, in basically the shadows of frilled raceway. So, um, you know, I, I I grew up going there and, and watching, watching that racing from the time I was very young. Um, And then, you know, when I got, when I finally got uh, to a point where I could kind of go over there on my own and make bets with probably about 14 or 15, um, you know, when the tellers would kind of turn, turn an eye and uh, pretend that I'm 18, but I'd ride my bike over there, make some bets. um, And then, you know, I started to actually go and watch qualifiers, um, you know, in the mornings I'd go and get a pork roll egg and cheese uh, from Sorrento's right up the road and, and then head over there for some qualifiers and I ended up making, uh, you know, some pretty good scores, you know, at that age was, you know, 20 to win on a horse or something like that, but um, made some pretty good scores just from watching qualifiers. So, um, and that's kind of evolved my uh, handicapping uh, because I, I'm one of the guys that I just trust my eye. Um, you know, I trust what I see in the horse's body language, how the horse finished a mile, how the horse was raced, uh, more so than the program. I think the program tells a good story, but watching replays and watching qualifiers and all that is, it's kind of what I've, uh, grown where my, uh, handicapping has grown the most. So,
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a pair game, right? So, and we all have opinions. We all have, I think, strengths and weaknesses and, and you're right. Like something that, that can't be quantified is, is the ability to have that eye, the the ability to be able to sit and watch a race and, and maybe detect trouble or detect how a horse is moving. Uh, I I know there's several guys that are very good at that uh, guys that we're familiar with. And, and uh, that's something that, that you're not going to find on a sheet of paper. And, and I, I think is, is extremely useful and very important and and really can't be developed over a very short period of time. I think it's, it's developed over a long period of time, but as soon as you do trust it, then you can certainly can can make that useful and make that that part of your handicapping. Yeah.
1: And, and listen, it's, it's, it's something that's still evolving, right? It's, it's starting that you got to know which trainers want to accomplish what in, in qualifiers, uh, you know, which trainers are waiting for a horse to knock a win off their last six or their last three to get into a certain class and when they're going to be good, you know, Um, same thing with drivers, uh, you know, intent of drivers. And a lot of that is 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 sometimes a guessing game. But um, for most uh, for most guys, you know, their tendencies and what they're going to do. So, um, you know. And and listen, it's it probably hurts me more than it helps me um, when it comes to trusting my eye. Because um, once I have a, a notion about a horse, it usually sticks with me for a long
0: time, but I can't get past it. So there's ones that we get married to, and then ones that that uh, I feel like we get divorced from too. Like that, no matter what that horse does ever again, it's like uh, you know they can beat you a hundred times out of a hundred, even if they won ninety nine in a row. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's, it's strange how that works. What let's talk a little about your betting and and how you like to bet uh because we're all kind of different there's there's guys that, that want to play Maltese. uh there's guys that, that do much better vertically what what typically do you like to do
1: I'm strictly multi um I will I will not do any uh vertical w- wagers I just I'm not, I'm not very good at them um I know Mur- I know Murray uh you had him on last week he's pretty good at those uh it's just not a strength of mine um I'll key a horse for second when I should, and he comes in third, and it pays an astronomical number. And I'm and I'm just sitting here being pissed off. So uh, I stick to horizontals. Um, you know, I try and um, mostly pick fives, sometimes mm-hmm. some pick fours. Um, very rare pick three, unless I like an app abs- like a real long shot, a double digit long shot. Then I'm just going to key up and create some value that way, but. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a pick five player most of the time.
0: Now, do you ever, uh, just say, okay, listen, I, I love the, the four in the, in the second race, who's 15 to one. You ever just, okay, I'm going to fire 50 to win on the four here. Or do you, are you trying to build that pick five around that horse and maybe make a score that way if you really like something?
1: Yeah, I would rather do that. Um, there's occasional times where I'm out, uh, you know, in a multi-leg and, uh-huh. um, You know, but luckily a Mohawk, there's always a pick three that you can play. (laughs) Right. So unless it's, you know, one of the later races. But um, yeah, I very rarely will bet to win. Um, Sometimes I will. Um, You know, honestly, a couple years ago, probably, you know, four or five years ago when I actually started being able to wager like real dollars on it, um, I was a guy that kind of picked my spots and I would bet heavily to win on a horse and then play exactas and trifectas um, and like bet like maybe three races a week, you know, mm-hmm. just be waiting on one horse. And it just, that betting method was not working, yeah. um, you know, in terms of being profitable for me. So that's when I, I kind of got away from that. And then, you know, like, I've had a lot of success um, in, in the multis uh, through some growing pains, obviously, but Um, I've gone to a point where I can understand what's where my handicapping uh, skill is going to be able to make something pay off um, and and be profitable.
0: We talk about a lot all the time, especially on this podcast, you have to do what works for you. I mean, especially, you know, horse racing, Twitter, they they love to analyze everybody else's bets and well, you should have done this. You should have zigged here. You should have bet that. And, and everybody knows it, it's so easy when the races are over and to be able to tell everyone exactly what they might have or should have done or how much better they could have bet this and things like that. But you have to do what works for you. I do feel like that. Yes, there, there are ways to maximize, you know, your expected value and, and, and those things need to be explored, but, if, if you're struggling, like you said, you were struggling betting big win bets and exactus and things that wasn't working, and the multis were working better for you, and you were you know building your tickets around prices, that's a great way to do it. You might have to go a long time between drinks, you but when you do score, you're going to make a nice score. You're going to pay for a lot of those losses, and so I I I think that's a great. I really I I think it's good that you figured out what works for you and you stick to it and and you're succeeding. So I, I find that. Uh, you know a good way to do it
1: yeah absolutely it's i mean it definitely look i i wish i was smart enough to understand uh you know the the payouts and what what you should work what you should have used here instead i, I i'm just not i i pick the horses that i think can win do i think it's going to pay enough to you know be a big enough score i play it if i don't i sit it out you know mm-hmm. it's that's as simple as i can make it for myself
0: yeah, and, and I think as we go along too, I mean, I've been doing this 20 plus years, uh, and I'm still learning. I'm still talking to guys that I feel are smarter than I am. I'm still trying to become a better, better every day. I'm still listening to game theories and different things. And I think we all do that, and you all kind of learn as you go. And it, mostly it's from your own beats, it's from your own bad decisions, it's from your own mistakes. And, and that's the kind of stuff. If you can take those things and learn from them, that's where you really grow and you really start to, I think, be able to make scores so yeah that's just my thought
1: it it drives you nuts sometimes though because you're like man i should have used this horse and singled this horse (laughs) but it definitely it definitely helps you in the long run
0: yeah uh, the other night i was uh it was that cow expo night on the pick five and the last race i'm alive to all but two and don't you know one of those two horses won the last race so this is the kind of stuff that you know you you find that you make those sort of things and you know, you have to live with them. But all right, let's um let's get into the races here. This is Saturday night. We're going to do pick five here. And every night, Mohawk has a $100,000 guaranteed pick five pool starting in race number one. And I feel like this is a solid sequence. I feel like that this should pay. And they they usually pay well, especially on Saturdays. Uh, first race is uh, a pace numbers of two or 23,000 life. Uh, where'd you go here, Mr. B, race one?
1: Uh, well, I started it out with a single. Um, again, I'm, I, I think uh, trying to build my ticket around. Hopefully, I, I don't think we're going to get six to one on the morning line. Uh, I think we'll get probably closer to two or three to one, um, maybe five to two. But I'm a single sports fan in the first. Um, you know, I think this horse was a decent two year old racing the grassroots. Um, I think he ended up finishing like, if I remember correctly, third or fourth in the, in the final out of the 10 hole, um, as a two-year-old, um, you know, obviously came back as a three-year-old, wasn't what they wanted, um, but has rounded the form. I mean, that last mile at London, 54 and four at London and did it out of the seven hole, like didn't really, Travis didn't ask him to do much, so um, I'm going to single there. I, I know the one's going to take some action there. Um, that horse obviously probably has the biggest speed, but I don't like that horse from the rail, um, has some gate issues, even in that qualifier first start back, almost fell, uh, you know, made a break in the lane, wanted to run, uh, Tyler TJ done a really good job with that horse, um, in those two races. Um, but that horse from the rail, I, I could see him getting away, you know, last in this field. Um, and then the rest of the field, I can't make a case for the rest of the field. Maybe the eight, um, but been away for well, basically a month. By the time that comes back, the rest of them I, I don't think are much. So I'm going to take a stand with the sports fan, sports fan in the first, um, you know, depending on odds. If he if he does get bet a lot more than I think, you know, I, on some other tickets I may – use a couple others and try and find a single later in the sequence. But uh, I think sports fan is in a good spot here.
0: I do agree on sports fan. I, I and one thing that you'll notice here, if you if you look at some of these lines and especially with the one, so that 26 and one kicker, well, last Saturday, uh, a lot you'll find, a, a, and we'll go through this program, you'll see a lot of huge kickers on on that Saturday night. There's a lot of, of horses that came that la- that final quarter in in big times. So obviously those were some sort of win aided, I think, uh fractions there. And and you, if you look through the program from last week, there's a ton of those big kicks. And and normally a 26 and one kick in a race like this would be automatic favorite going forward. Uh but I don't know about that so much here. And and like you said, sports fan two straight big miles from London from outside posts that a 54 and 4 there is wicked fast any sort of replication of that either one of those last two i think that this horse is is very very usable in that first race i'll use backstreet gambler only that i, I do feel like that that was probably his best race since he's he started i, I know that he has a win uh, but I, I just i that time off did him some good Really was raced from the back last time and was able to to pick it up in a race. Really had no business. They they weren't beating the top two in that race. If you remember that, those were the two bad horses. This horse off the bench raced pretty well. So I think that if the three isn't quite what we think, that the one is is usable, and then the four, Bring Your Fire, I think is another one. I'm not big on Whalen. I know that that he's really trying to maybe you know get shares, uh, but this horse is for Nixon. Who knows if we'll get a driver switch here. Um, that was a much tougher race that, that valedictory than than these horses are. So uh, he has back lines. If you look back in November at big odds and he's driven this horse before and he drove him Okay. JK Mickey Mantle just won last week versus tougher horses. I think he's a use for me and Whalen will keep his price high. Uh, it's a tough race. I think if you get out of this first race with one of those three, you'll be fortunate. So watch the board. I do think sports fans definitely lower than the morning line. So I'm one, three, four there. You're going to single up the three. We'll move on to race number two. And this is Phillies and Mares, non-winners of 12,000 last five, some of the better mares on the grounds. And a lot of times what you get is you get some droppers in here and, and the horses right kind of on the cusp of being at that top level. Uh, what'd you think in race two? So, I, I mean,
1: I I, karma seals. more in line favorite. I I think she's going to be the favorite. I don't think she'll be as short as she's been. Um, but I don't know. I, I haven't seen a good race out of her in a long time. Um, even, you know, dating back to, um, earlier this summer when she was racing, I, I, there just hasn't been much. Um, and I have a feeling, um, you know, she may get her preferred trip. I think her preferred trip is a two-hole and, and popping out and winning winning the stretch. I feel like I I remember her winning some big races that way. Um, and and I think she might be able to work that out. But with her being the morning line favorite, I'm going to try and take a stand against her. Just again, based off of my, you know, what I've seen visually, I just I can't endorse her um, based off of it. And and I'm not going to use a horse that's a morning line favorite that I that I don't like. Um, so I went. Um, with the three, four and eight, um, which is the three is, is major league. Um, you know, this horse, if, if, if she wants to continue on the front end and and finish out a mile, they're not going to catch her. Um, just depends if, if that's what she wants to do. Um, obviously she's, she's maybe more of a half mile horse, you know, the, the older she gets, but, um, you know, she's going to be forwardly placed and if she gets, gets away from them she might not be caught so i'll be using her um i'll be using twin b betty because i mean crap I, I don't know if there's a sharper horse out there right now um you know she's right she went two in a row and blowout fashion um you know you thought maybe after that last one she was getting a little tired and um you know that last win i should say um she was getting a little tired and then she come right back and raced good against sporty tory and you know these types of horses two weeks in a row. So um she had a covered up trip last week. Um, you know, skim the cones. I think, you know, maybe she can work out a good trip in here. Um and, 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 you know, the McGuire barn is on fire. Um I feel like they've won a lot of races. Um and then I'll go with the three year old from the outside, just the unknown uh style for a mile. Switching to Moreau. I, I like horses that go from Alanya to Moreau. They always seem to do pretty well. Um, you know, she shows some decent miles, uh, she should be able to go. I usually don't like going three-year-olds against top mares, but, um, you know, I think she could be, she could be right there. Picks up James, top trainer, top driver, uh, you know, worth, worth throwing in there if you're throwing out the favorite. So, um, the only one that i I'm kind of was wondering if I was, uh, should have used, if I would have used one more, probably would have been sent a precedent. But if you're going from, you know, J-Mac to Dougie to Cullen, I'd probably – that was the one that I decided to toss off. So she'll probably circle him tonight.
0: Yeah, I landed on the same three horses, ironically. Uh, Major League, I thought raced pretty well last time against the track. Uh, The front necessarily wasn't the place to be. Uh, We were getting some big final quarters that night, and she just wanted Flamborough on the front. She tends to do well when the the temperature goes down, and she definitely – I thought was game in that race. You know, she's going to be up front again. Sporty Tour got a far better trip than she did. Uh, same as twin B Betty, both of, twin B Betty looked very good in the stretch. Just couldn't quite out a kick. Sporty Tory was very sharp right now and, and had a, uh, had the jump on her. So I think those two out of that race are the ones I want. I, I really don't want karma. Silster. Can she beat th- these horses? Absolutely. She can offer best, but her last two are pretty poor. I mean, that, that race, on December second, she's supposed to win that. She's two to five at the top of the stretch and looks for all the world like she's going to go on. And yet she found a way to lose that night. And I, I don't know. Now she's missed a week and she's back in against the same ones. She'll probably be the one to catch again. But what, what does she do with Major League in the race? That's that's a good question. So I don't know that that early move comes here. Uh, we'll see. And then you know the eight star format, I like you said, Moreau is on fire. What did he won four or five on Monday? Uh, a lot of his horses are racing very well. This is a three-year-old filly, but has faced nothing but stakes. Ships in, gets J-Mac, and he, you're going to see a lot of J-Mac from a row on this card. Uh, I, I think that that horse needs to be used, so I was three, four, eight. also. Race number three, fillies and mares, preferred twos. Uh, these are some of your better horses. No, uh, so much more in here, but a lot of the other nice ones in the race. Uh, what say you here?
1: I'm three deep again and I'm tossing the favorite again. Uh, I know the barn dogs watching has been, you know, unbeatable without so much more in there. Um, And I, you know, uh, you see the, the, you know, the lengths that she's win by. I don't think, I think she could have won by more. Um, I don't think they're like diminishing uh, lengths. So I'm not, you know, just tossing her because I don't think she's, Sharper, not gonna win. Like I just tossing her because she's won three in a row. She's gonna be short. These other three have been right there with her. Um, you know, the last three st- or the last couple of starts. So gonna take a shot and hope hope we can beat her, uh, create some value. So I'm um, using uh need to breathe for Cullen. Um, you know, obviously been racing really well since moving to the Cullen barn, right there every week. Got an inside draw hopefully can, uh, you know, I'll kick them on the way home. Uh, the two JK's rolling baby, uh, you know, second start Moreau coming from, you know, Hoosier, you know, through some big miles down there. Uh, she had some late pop. I mean, she was pacing right with them. Um, obviously that mile's going to help her. And, you know, I think, uh, I think she could be right there again. And then how about the job who done with into the mystic moon? I mean, she's been unbelievable, um, you know, for him, um, she, she's tough. She can win on the front. She can win off the pace. She's, she's a good Philly. She's going to be a good mayor moving forward. Um, you know, I'm happy for Phil, uh, to, to get that horse, uh, to where she is. So, um, she won a, you know, pretty tough trip last week, first over, um, in, into the barn dogs watching. I think she could be right there as well. Um, you know, I I could have used Vol's Delight, I guess, if I'm trying to beat um, the barn dogs watching. But off of that, you know, a scratch sick and Sylvan picking off, I I think uh, I think I could leave that one out. So I'm uh one three and four in here, or one, two, one two and four. four. Sorry.
0: Uh, so Vol's Delight. The thing about her, she's had one race since. Um, She's been laid up. She had that one uh, November eighteenth. She raced, and then she came back December second, and then missed another week with a sixth scratch. So I was going to try to use her last week, and uh, was scratch six. So now I'm not sure that I really want her. Even though J Mac, I think on her is an intriguing change, and she's could be the one to catch. I think she could shake up the race. I agree with you on Into the Mystic Moon. What a really nice race that this horse went last week and just kept digging to the wire. And she's really not supposed to be this good, right? I mean, she's kind of, he's got this horse from numbers of three up into the, you know, now into the preferreds and going 51 miles and kicking 27, really just grinding and and digging every step of the uh, against horses that really she has no business beating as a three-year-old filly. So, I like her a lot in here. The, the fact that he keeps putting her in and and she just keeps you know, racing well. I think racing probably over her head a bit. And you can see, look at the prices she is eight to one, eight to one, eight to one. Every week, uh, you're going to get a price. I'm going to use her and then I'll use the Barn Dogs Watcher because she just keeps winning. And she's getting her kind of trips. She wants to grind it out, she wants to be head and head in the stretch. I, I think that. She doesn't really want to be on the front and have them chase her. I think she wants to be the one hunting them down. Uh, definitely with Bulls Delight in here, she's gonna get that trip again. I'm not too sure. Need to breathe. She seems a little quirky to me. Like even on that night she won on November 18th, you know, she was kind of flipping her head around and looking for other horses. And she's good. I mean, she she can follow very well and she'll land an up close trip. But I just don't know that she can beat these horses. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, and, and she could be underlaid in here. I mean, she was two to one versus these horses last time and just seemed like an even third. She definitely was not catching the top two. I'll use the top two again. Give me the three and four in race number three. Fourth race is another pace. Now, where's a 13,000, last five. Uh, these are nice horses, nice pacers here. What are you interested in? in race number four it looks like a spread to me for you.
1: Ooh, it's a spread. I, I sent you like five tickets earlier today, and in one of them, I believe I had an all in this in this race. Um, <clears throat> I, I singled Nautical last week, um, and just absolutely got run over. Um, so I, I gotta I gotta use him again because um, the. If I single, they usually win the next week at a better price. So, um, and normally I don't have them, but I'm going to have them this week. So I went one, two, three, six, and eight. Um, so the one is Fabrizio. Horse had been sharp, uh, had two under, you know, underperforming starts in a row. Um, and then last week, you know, switching, you know, back, you know, I don't think Trevor's driven them before, but got Trevor, um. You know, instead of Jody and, and and kicked home pretty good, obviously. I know you were talking about the the big last quarters, but he was finishing up in a mile, uh, you know, pretty well in there. So it was good to see him, uh, you know, finish a mile again. So I think he's usable, um, you know, for for Marfisi Barn, that's pretty good. Josie Hanover I'll be using. Uh, listen, that horse took some – I know he went off 10 to 1. Uh, I believe he opened up like eight to five, uh, last week. We so did, he I remember that you're right all the way up to two to one. I was, you know, cause I was, I think I was, yeah, that was a lie. I, like I said, I singled nautical, and I was like, and he even got bet in the multis and, you know, saw the pick threes. And I'm like, man, he, he got some money. Um, and you know, covered up trip, which is what he needs. And he kicked home and, you know, i finished him. So he'll be able to do the same, you know, again, this week he's usable. You know, I already talked about nautical. Um, I, I think, you know, I, I like when, when a horse switches barns. Um, I like the angle of a off the pace mile and then a front end mile. I think, you know, the driver and the trainer can learn a lot about a horse in those two types of trips and then they figure out what they need to do. And, and, you, you know, usually that third, third start is where they're, uh, they're going to be their best for a new trainer. Um, so you know, that's exactly what we see. here. off the pace, finishing second a speed try, which you know he's pretty much parked to probably three eighths uh, that night, um, and then had to. I think that was a race parked out uh, points north, north uh, as well. So
0: yeah, I got tortured by points north in that race. Yeah,
1: um, so um, I, I think he's he could be sent on a big mile. Um, Cadillac Bayama switching to James. I think first time James is always a use at this point. Um, horse been racing good. I, I personally, like, I don't love the horse. He doesn't win a ton. He's always right there. You know, I think he could be right there and win this, you know, switching to James is always a help. And then, you know, Mama Sunburn. I, I, I mean, this, this was, if I, if I do some other tickets, which I'm going to do, he'll be a single on a couple of my tickets because, since the movement I don't, you know, it's been unbelievable. Claim for $18,000 and just keeps winning um, and throwing up big miles, not like being, you know, I mean, not beating greatest horses, but putting up some big miles, doing it tough ways. So, yeah, uh, but off him over a month, you know, which was going into his last start too. But uh, obviously that horse has some issues, but uh, I, I think you got to use that horse from the outside as well.
0: I'm a little thinner, um, but I do have three of the horses that you have. I do think that nautical Hanover is worth a bet back off that last really had absolutely no chance. The way the race shaped uh, just got dogged the entire mile and, and uh, you know, Josie Hanover ended up making the last move and winning by an inch, but there was oh, what six horses across the racetrack in that finish. I mean, it was just a, a wild go at the end and, And uh, that horse benefited. I'm not sure that I want him back off that race, Uh, but Fabrizio was live at the end of that mile also, and and sort of lacked room, not really his preferred trip. I do feel like he's going to be closer in this race and might end up in the pocket here, uh, depending on what nautical Hanover does, but he's definitely going to be up close early. Uh, Mama Sunburn, this whole one race a month thing doesn't necessarily work for me, but (laughs) if you're going to win every time you go, I guess that uh, you, it's it's difficult to ignore. Uh, this horse was beating Cold Creek Queso when when that horse was crushing the Superfinal, not that much further after that. Came back the next week and ended up beating the Legion Silsters and commanding officers who would certainly be bet in this race. And then took a month off and came back and won easily again at 2-1. to one. I mean, this horse has never been the favorite. If you look down through his lines and he just finds a way to win, win big miles but does have his issues kind of has an interesting way of going. Isn't really very good on the turns. He's fantastic in the straightaways. So one to hold off again, if he can reproduce his speed, but you have to eat another month layoff and you have to eat one race in the last two months. And, and that's difficult to do at these upper levels, especially whenever they have to produce big speed against horses that have been racing consistently week after week and going big miles. So I'll use him, but I'm I'm not uh, I'm not convinced he necessarily wins. That was one three eight there in race number four. Let's go to race five. Uh, finish up this pick five, and it's numbers of six thousand on the pace. Uh, I found the single here, and it looks like you do use that horse, but you use a couple others. So who do you like here?
1: Uh, I I'm probably uh, I'm gonna guess that your single is sometime somewhere. Is that right? No,
0: the other actually the four. Okay.
1: OK, yeah. um, well, sometimes somewhere was a single for many last week. I, I mean, honestly, the price, the actual win price is actually pretty good, um, mm-hmm. you know, for basically second time, third time in a row, um, you know, not facing a very good field. Um, so I'm using uh, him. I'm using Respect Our Flag and I'm using a horse that I normally don't use Grand Puba. Um, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but sometime somewhere obviously got a great setup last week uh you yeah. know and win which he was supposed to do um but he did it the way he's uh you know he was supposed to win Vaughn asked him for about a eighth of a mile and then wrapped him up and and still ended up winning by four so um you know i think uh i think he's he's a use i i i may single him on a couple tickets um Respect our flag I'm using, the four. Um, you know, horse can throw a big mile every every once in a while. Horse makes <laughs> – this is 50-second start of the year. That's crazy. Um, ten wins. You know, horse tries every week. Um, <clears throat> he's in a spot where he can win. Um, and, you know, I think Cohen will be uh, be driv- driving him pretty aggressive tonight. I don't think it'll be. He's had three straight, you know, duck and cover. Um trips and and you know normally in these spots is where cullen takes a shot and launches them so i could see that coming tonight um and then again to grand poobah horse that i normally don't use but you know you'll the, i can't remember a time where drury didn't drive this horse last week drury didn't drive and grand poobah finished in 26 and 2 i think that's probably the first time that grand poobah has ever gone a quarter in 26 and 2 He's one of those horses that just goes you know 28 28 28 28 he's just always there he's always around never wins cuz he just can't create that big speed and I'm thinking maybe you know those those live hands of Louis Waugh um might have stirred something up and I could see him launching from the best post you know and just if he can if he can get the top and and just kind of keep going at that same speed he normally does he he, he could outlast these on the front end i think um and i and i i think um we i think we both will probably agree that beyond better is a horse that we will be happy to let beat us um you know one of those horses that is on my do not bet list so um he will probably beat us from uh from eighth and third over so
0: if you remember this horse used to be like a preferred horse and was capable of huge miles and and uh, you know kind of interesting where he's at right now he's he's kind of an off the pace type and continues to drop uh, I don't I don't know he, he's one of those yes he could maybe win but uh I I just I think that the way my tickets set up I, I need to key respect our flag and if you look back to November 19th the horse dropped from a similar spot there it was in against American history Legion Silster Fabrizio there. Uh, on November 12th to 19th and 19th goes, goes to the front and just, it was a, to, a stone cold crush at two to one versus similar horses. And then what happens? He, he stuck against Sintra. he's stuck against rock me, roll me from bad spots, no chance in any of these races. So what's Colin doing last week? He, he sits back again, gets money off the card is able to drop in here you know, he, he kicks 26 in the final quarter to be seventh against Island Special Major. That horse would be uh, very low in the race. He's won 10 times this year, uh, another $94,000 a year. He just finds a way to make money. I feel like he's going to be involved. I, I really liked sometime, somewhere last time, and he got an absolute perfect drive. He got a perfect setup. And as soon as, you know, Philion pulled the trigger, that race was absolutely over. I do feel like this is a much tougher spot and I can envision him getting that same kind of setup and can he beat me here? Yes. I think that's possible, but I, I don't know. I just feel like maybe an underlay and uh, I'm more interested in respect our flag. If I don't key him, I feel like I'd have to spread out and get creative. I, I don't mind the nine just because I feel like he was against it last time and he held on to be second in, in that sometime somewhere race, but he's drawn outside again. And, I just don't know what kind of trip he gets, and and now you get you know JBR driving, and that you know now oh man, I mean it's just I really like the horse, but I just don't know that that you're gonna get a the trip that you want there. So give me the four to finish. Uh, we'll cap our tickets here. I'll I'll give you mine first, and then you can give yours. And it mines uh, ten dollars and eighty cents, and it starts with the one three four with the three four eights with the three four with the one three eight with the Four to finish, uh 1080 for 20 cents, $54 for a dollar if you're interested.
1: And mine is uh I believe it's twenty-seven dollars for uh for twenty cents. Um starting with a key of a the three in the first, three, four, eight in the second, one, two, four in the third, one, two, three, six, eight in the fourth, and two, four, six in the fifth.
0: Yeah, that's a good ticket because you're starting with a a horse that's definitely not well it probably shouldn't be favored but it's right now six to one morning line and and you have prices the whole way through uh you're you're tossing a lot of favorites if this ticket hits it's going to pay well and i'm sure you're going to you know kind of you're not going to play one ticket i mean a a lot of us we're giving out a ticket we're trying to promote the wager but we're we're going to play different tickets and kind of leverage opinions and and maybe shrink down in certain races and 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 try to to make a score with higher multiples so I, i think that we talk about that all the time, and it's you know. But for the purposes of this podcast, we'll give you a ticket where we will with our contenders in there. Yep. All right. So we're going to talk about one more race, and that's race number nine, uh, and this is the upper level Pacers. It's numbers of eighteen thousand. Last five uh, goes for a purse of twenty eight thousand. Race nine Saturday night, and I, I think this this is one of your better races, and you're missing some of the big names here. Uh, you're you're missing the uh, wheels on fires and the century Heineken's, but you have a few that are, you know, are, are big names under themselves. The four desperate man uh, you have uh, no free lunch points. North all horses that have been knocking heads with each other. What did you like here? I think this is a nice race.
1: Yeah, no, it's a good race. And um,
0: I think, uh, I think
1: I may keel horse in here um, you know, in that late pick five or late pick four, um, that's going to, you know, pro- provide some value in the multis. Um, I'll probably go use a couple horses. Um, but the horse that I'm talking about can with, to provide some value is Salisbury Victor. Um, you know, I think no free lunch is going to be the favorite, um, and deservedly so uh, horse horse has been racing. Great. Coming from off the pace, closing well, even last week closing, you know, with CC in 25 and 4, 25 and 2 the week before that, or the start before that. Uh Desperate Man's gonna get some money, obviously. Um, codename Cigar Box, I'm sure he will get some money. So I'm guessing Salzburg Victor will be probably the third or fourth choice in here. Um, and if you I honestly believe if 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 Austin would have pulled the right line and you know, rode some cover the last, you know two weeks, he probably would have won. I mean, last week he would have had to be first over uh, into so much more, um, which is obviously not his preferred trip, but if this horse can work out a covered trip or a two-hole, which I could see Austin leaving, getting a two-hole in here, and, and, and you know, hopefully getting the jump on on no free lunch, um, but I mean, he was live behind horses two weeks in a row. Um, yeah, loaded in weeks. the
0: stretch last week for sure. loaded. And, and, you
1: know, the, the two starts before that, he's, he's second to a neck at Sintra. he's second to no free lunch. Um, you know, who you know probably got the jump on him. I think he was first over that night, um, but or might have uh, swung out behind horses. But anyway, Salzburg Victor, I, I think is going to provide some value in there. Um, starting from the best post, horses always right there at the at the end. Uh, doesn't like to win a ton, but um, you know if he can get the right type of trip. And covered up trip, easy trip. He, he's going to be right there.
0: Yeah, I had him last week on that on a pick four ticket that I that I was live in at that point, and and that was race nine last last Saturday, and he was loaded in the stretch. He just had nowhere to go, and it yeah. was just I was
1: I was too, and I was I was cursing at Austin that night, um, and I, I think Willis uh, Ryan Willis was cursing at him the night the week before, um, talking about being he wanted him to be second over. Um, so
0: there's some I, others I, in I, here, uh, you know, that's I think is rounding himself into form and, and he's likely going to be the favorite again. I would think if you look back to December the third, it was three to five against a similar bunch and, uh, was a long grind winner. And last week he came first up and raced well against so much more who was basically never losing last week, uh, and, and finished up to be third and kind of held together there. I feel like he's getting better. You just have to eat the short price now and no free lunch, no chance at all. Last week really was never put into the race. I liked him. I thought he'd be good. J max back. I would expect you're going to get the big kick again. I just don't know what sort of trip you get because I don't see a ton of speed in the race here. I, I, I don't know that it's going to be a crazy pace depending on what points North does. Right. Cause he tends to like to get out in the front and wing it and push things no matter who's out there. He could set the race up for some of these back markers I, I don't see Codename Cigar Box leaving again. That really hasn't worked out for him. He's better from off the pace. Uh, there's just so many closers in here. Like you said, if you get Salzburg Victor up near the two hole, he could be huge, especially like an early pocket pop around the turn, some kind of trip like that. You're still going to get an overlight price. You're not going to get the 27 to 1 you got last week. You're probably not even going to get the 13 to 1. But I would say that's 6, 7, 8 to 1 range here, especially looking at this paper it doesn't stick out unless you're watching replays, unless you're paying attention, you're not going to, this horse is not going to get bet. So I I do find him very interesting. I I think that he's, he's worth a use for sure. And could be worth building that late pick four around, which is uh, that starts in race number, I guess it's 11 on Saturday nights. Yes. There's 11 races Saturday nights, So that would be starting in race number eight. So great. I think great card Saturday nights, another one worth betting. It's the holiday season so if you're, you know, around at home and you're watching, get your family involved, you know, introduce somebody to the racetrack, introduce somebody to a race. I know how how I got interested in racing, somebody took me and exposed me to it. That's what you kind of have to do, I think, if, for for people. Like that that's how you get people involved and interested. I feel like it's the best gambling game there is. It's there's there's so many chances for big scores and and you know, it's it's two minutes and, and you never know. I mean, there's things that, that can change your life. There's scores out there that are very possible for very small limits. So, um, I feel like this has been an awesome pod. I really appreciate having you. What you, do you want to plug anything? What, what where can we find you on Twitter? Uh,
1: my, my Twitter handle is, uh, Mr. Underscore B underscore harness. Um, I just reached the thousand follower plateau and I sent out a tweet that I can't believe people follow me that many people follow me and listen to me and like my stuff. Um, but I appreciate all you guys, even, even the drivers that I give a hard time to, um, you know, they're, they're a good sport when it comes to it. So, um, if you want to follow me on there, great. If you don't block me, um, I've had plenty of people block me too. So, um, but no, I appreciate you having me on, Mike. It's been fun, uh, you know, getting to talk about, you know, uh, a game that I love, first of all. And then, you know, obviously I love following uh, Mohawk. Um, it's pretty pretty much, you know, Mohawk and the bees in Canada is all I really bet. Um, so, um, you know, talking about that, uh, you know, this circuit is something that I enjoy. Um, you know, I think it's a good good group of drivers i think it's a good you know competitive uh, horses trainers all that stuff um, and i will say that this um this card is probably one of the best over you know cards they've had this winter um you know the size of the field's not as as much as you would want maybe um you know in terms of betting interest, but um you know it's it, it, it what it lacks in size it, it definitely makes up for in you know the quality of it so um, you know, good card, good, good fields. And, and obviously Mohawk has great, great pools to bet into. So should be
0: a fun night. Yeah. Big pools, uh, good racing and, uh, chances for, uh, for some big scores. And we'll go to, everyone go to nahupicks.com. Check us out. Remember tomorrow night, Friday night, big carryover for the Meadowlands pick five. We did a pod. Earlier this week, Ray Cotolo, Edison Hatter, and I did a pod that we recorded yesterday covering that. So check that out. Uh, Check out all the selections on Nahu. I think John Rollis has the Meadowlands picks this week. I, of course, have Mohawk, and uh, we got Meadows. We got Century Downs. Murray has that. We got Rosecroft. Still got a couple more cards left. So check out those ones, those uh, different cards. We'll catch you next week. No Meadowlands next week, but we still have the Mohawk show. And uh, I'm not sure who Ed will have on, but who knows if it'll be me, it'll be him. Uh, We'll see you next time on First Over without Edison Hatter.